getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like you. Welcome to Getting to Know Woo. I'm Natasha Levenger, a professional intuitive reader, energy healer, and inner child healing expert. After being raised with extreme narcissism, I found talk therapy was helpful, but it wasn't until I found energy and inner child healing that I was able to break free of family patterns that cut me off from knowing and loving my true self. I'm passionate about dispelling the rhetoric that these kinds of tools are impractical and ineffective. And in this podcast, I will be sharing how actually beneficial and transformative they are. My husband and producer, Brett, will be joining me in conversation, and we will be welcoming experts along the way. I'm excited to have you here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. I didn't call anybody their names. <laughs> no, we did. That's true. I was just yeah. going to try to come up with one, um, but I just call keep coming fly. back to woozers. Yeah. Wait, we remembered Jens later. <laughs> oh, no. Did we and now we forgot it gonna... again. No, we forgot it. Did you ever put it in it the was... notes? Um, I did not put it in the notes. Oh, um, sure. Look at oh you. You didn't put it in the really, notes. We should fire this producer. Yeah. Uh, woo. Oh, you know what? Well, I don't know. We'll just have to whoop it uppers. That's not what she said. <laughs> oh, whoopers. What about whoopers. whoopies? Whoppers. Making whoopy whoppers? Oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> That reminds me of watching do what? what was that show? Making Whoop Whoopy. Oh, the dating game? Yes. The or the uh, newlywed no, game? Was the newlywed game, oh yeah. Oh my god. That was it. What's the craziest place you've ever Yeah, made Whoopy. I used to watch that by myself. Yeah. Like it reminds me of being alone in my house a lot watching reruns. Well, do they still show that show? I don't know. Probably on some network aimed at. Uh, oh yeah, probably like the just game slightly show. Slightly older than us. The yeah. game show network. Oh, maybe yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna get to it because we have <laughs> to. Today is actually our daughter's birthday. She turns fourteen today. We're very excited about that, and we have to. It's also there's other things happening in the family. Today is our other child's first day of going to a community college um, for a chemistry class or. Should I get yeah. that detailed? No one's going <laughs> to. Um, <and laughs> uh, which is big news. Big news for them. Because they they are in high school. Um, but anyway, so I wanted to say a couple of things that I'm excited about. Great. One, I just want to say that um, my friend Nicole PR sent me her deck the witch cats oracle deck and it, it's called you are magic and let me just tell you this deck is magic i'm not getting yeah. um anything for telling you that except that i love it <laughs> and yeah. i'm so excited to get it and there, she is a beautiful artist and she paints these cats and they all have an inspirational message of what they represent on each card anyway highly recommend she's at ghost kitten art i believe on instagram yeah we i really liked when you guys uh you and tess had her on magic monday and i really liked listening to her talk about her process yes maybe we should have her on here yeah totally we have her calendar too i think 
don't yeah, we? we yeah, we do. Kitchen. I love it. It's in our kitchen. Yep. The other thing, because this is our segment where we like to talk about what we're excited about. Why don't you tell them about your latest thing? And then I'll say one. My things are really fast. <laughs> okay. Uh, I may have mentioned that I was starting this, but I don't think I had started it since the last time. But I am currently excited about doing uh, starting my Taekwondo practice, uh, with, uh, with the kids. It's been, I, I, it's really great. It's been, I think really good for all of us to just like, it really gets us out of our heads and, uh, into our bodies for the whole time the class is going, which is awesome. I'm really yeah. loving it. Especially I will say for like, I'll notice if the kids are in a mood or something and then they go, they come back totally happy. Like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, our youngest especially does not stop talking the entire ride home. <laughs> like it's like, we just like pump them full of sugar. It's really, it's really That's funny. Cute. And yeah. you're enjoying it for yourself. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It is, uh, it is pushing me in ways that uh, I have not been pushed and um, can just feel it has a lot to offer me. Like what specifically? Well, how's it pushing specifically, uh, well, <laughs> oh my God. So I consider myself a pretty coordinated person. Like physically, mm -hmm. I can mm, kind of use nice. my body the way I intend to. <laughs> mm. But this class is definitely pushing oh that those limits. Oh, like wow. the, just all of the things that you have, all of the, the hand positions and the uh, body positions and all of it at once because they don't do it slowly. Um, oh, I mean, they give wow. you a chance, but like it's, it's fast uh, and... Uh, it's definitely pushing me in that way. Um, but also I'm, uh, one of the things I'm really drawn to about it for some reason, I think this may be healing some things for me, but being drawn to the tradition of it, um, mm. and like the, the rules and things that like, you know, learning about why they're done and like, um, that aren't mm. necessarily immediately intuitive. Um, I mm. think is, <laughs> I think it's, it's cause I, it's, I'm, being called to heal some stuff around that around well what makes around me think tradition of, and, and yeah uh, adherence to rules that i you know what i mean like just healing yeah. some of my religious trauma um, well i was I, gonna say I, it makes me think about how like in religion a lot of times it's like do this just because like that's right because god said so right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. but even not in that for a little while i was doing um the chanting kind of Buddhism and there's, you know, n I mm -hmm. have nothing against it. It's a beautiful practice in a lot of ways, but there's this book that they do called Gong Yu, where you're just supposed to read, chant these words every single day. Not like there's the other words in Amyoho Renge Kyo where you chant and you're thinking about like what you want and like connecting to divine or whatever. Like a lot of times the way I was taught it, I think you're, thinking about what you want to manifest and like or mm. also what's going on in your life like basically giving it up while you're chanting like if you're having issues oh right like giving it up to the light like to, letting, yeah exactly letting go of controlling it right but there's this book that you're supposed to do before it where you're chanting in the language i don't know what language it is maybe japanese i feel bad that i don't know that but you're just supposed to basically memorize it and chant it. And I asked, like, why are we doing this? And 
it was just basically like, just because that's what you do to get into mm. the mode of chanting. And it's like, well, well, if I don't need to do that to get into the mode of chanting, <laughs> you know, it's like, just yeah. like the part that you do before, but I never really got an, a good, I'm, maybe, I'm sure somebody maybe has an explanation, but I never learned it. I mean, yeah, I well, asked if you get people, and I was not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, if you are taught by people who were not curious enough to ask those questions when they were taught it, then you're not going to get satisfied. But my answers. impression was they were taught it, and it was just like, that's what you do to get Oh, that is the answer. Yeah, that's it's what just, I was, that's oh. my understanding. If someone chants and listens to hmm. this and has a different answer, I'd love to know it. But yeah, that's, that yeah. is what I was told, and I just couldn't do it. Because I was like, that's not a good enough reason for me. I can't, I can't get into it. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the four. Um, Gretchen Rubin, who did the Happiness Project, has the four tendencies of the um, of mm-hmm. personality. It's another personality kind of quiz, and there's the re- rebel, the questioner, the upholder, and the obliger. And the obliger yeah. does it for other people, like they have to have like accountability and the upholder does it for themselves. Anyway, I'm the questioner and I just, and it's funny cause I was like, who wouldn't be a questioner? And apparently that's one of the things that's <laughs> a questioner's like, thanks. Like why wouldn't everybody think like that? <laughs> but I really feel like, why wouldn't you want to know? Like if I have a good answer, then I will do it. And I don't understand why yeah. people wouldn't do that, but it does seem like, well, it's, yeah, go ahead. It's it's especially strange in something like um, uh, the chanting form of Buddhism that you're talking about, where I imagine there are very few people who are raised in that, where mm-hmm. they would adopt these beliefs without questioning as a child and then just sort of right. like move forward with them. Like they all come to it as an adult, at least in the U.S., I would imagine. So, Well, it, at this yeah, point, it, I'm sure there's kids being raised in it. I mean, it's been around yeah, for yeah. decades now, at least here. Well, right. Um, any hoosers. So I love that you're <laughs> doing that and that our kids are doing that. And that you are. Did we talk about? Yeah, that it does feel like it's really touching something with that religious trauma. Yeah, well, I, it's part of uh, a few things that happened for me that I just like that I felt drawn to do for reasons that weren't immediately clear at the time uh, and that are maybe becoming clearer, but that I just wanted to listen to that pull. Oh, you mean like you felt a calling for it, towards it, and you weren't entirely sure why? Yeah, I mean, calling is, is, maybe feels too strong, but I felt like, I mean, obviously it would be good for me to be practicing Taekwondo. There's not really a downside of it, but it felt... It felt like there was an importance to it that I that was not maybe not yet. going to reveal itself if mm-hmm. I waited to get it before I did it. Oh, if that I makes like sense. That. Yes, it yeah. does. And you haven't started to update listeners. You haven't started your magic practice yet. Uh, no, my ADHD is really getting in the way of my magic practice. Um, maybe our listeners could be holding you. The fact that you announced it here would hold you accountable. Well, that could be, although if that were true, I'd probably have already started it. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, uh, it is still definitely, I've been, I've re-listened to it a couple of times um, and um, I just got to figure out a way to work it into my 
day. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah, we were supposed to actually have our wonderful guest, a trauma expert that we are going to have on in a couple of weeks, but we had to take our dog to the vet yesterday and we had to cancel, but she's doing okay. Maybe has her, probably yeah, has maybe. arthritis. Well, it has something cancer. going on with her shoulder. May yeah. have heartworm. Oh, right. I forgot. Oh, not, the though. blood test came back. I forgot to tell you. I'll oh. tell you in real time. <laughs> and she's fine. But do they oh, test great. the- It does not have heartworm. <laughs> okay. Did they test for heartworm in the blood test? No, it was a separate test. The oh, well, blood... that hasn't come back yet. Oh, wait. So she still <laughs> might have heartworm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a real roller coaster we're taking everybody on who cares about Sadie. People are like, why am I listening to this? Okay. <laughs> so in conclusion, I'm going to move on, but I do just want to say one other thing I'm excited about, which is um, I've been doing this workout called The Ladder. Again, I don't get anything from it. If they would like to sponsor us, we're welcome. We're welcome. We're open. <laughs> yeah, we're very welcome. Um, yeah. But it's, I've been looking for like a weight training workout that I can do at home. And I have not liked a lot of them, but I really like this one. So, and you just do it on your phone and they lead you through exercises. But there's something, I just really like it. So yeah. I recommend it. That's something I'm excited about that I finally found this. Last thing um, I'm excited about. Oh, yeah. Your wolf haircut. Oh, well, I was maybe going to mention that, but I didn't think we oh. had time. Yeah. Okay. I got a haircut called the wolf. <laughs> I was, I kind of maybe already had it because I heard, and I keep hearing synchronicities. I feel like I'm really in the flow because I had heard about the wolf haircut and then my friend, I was Marco Poloing her. I don't know. For people who don't know, it's an app where you leave each other video messages. And she's like, did you get the wolf haircut? And I <laughs> said, No. But then I was like, what is this wolf haircut? And I looked it up and I was like, I'm going to get it. So I did. Yeah, your latest haircut was looking a little wolfy. Like yeah. it was, uh, uh, but I, I like the full But wolf. now it's the full wolf. Yeah. That's right. Anyone in Asheville, if you want to go see Cody at Sola, Sola Studios, I love her. She does a great job. And she's very friendly. I want to get a name for my haircut. The Baldy. All right. Oh, you didn't like uh, that. <laughs> I thought we I, knew. Sorry, I thought this was out in the open. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't. Not that I was being outed. That I they felt uh, um, like you were teasing me. Oh, like really? oh, the name for I your haircut is the Baldy. I mean, I, I didn't just... think you were doing it meanly, and I was. I, mean, I was trying to joke too. Yeah. No. Okay. I'd like something. Something different than the Baldy. <laughs> I guess, I guess it's because you know it's interesting that you took that that it could even be considered teasing. I guess bald really is coupled with be, as being bad, like it's a pejorative. Well, it's, it wasn't so much that, that as like you have a cool name for your haircut, which is the Wolf, and I want <laughs> oh, like, I, I don't see. know Baldy. That it felt like, do you know what I mean? It was like that's, uh, it's not that, not the baldness itself. It was the not coolness of the name. Well, <laughs> we'll work through this. I'm thing. sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> um, what am I doing? Oh, yes. Now we're in a moment. We're going to talk about our subject of the day, which is taking action on your intuition when you're ready. 
But before we start, if you could take a moment, well, not this <laughs> moment, you can do it after, to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd be ever so grateful. It's been a little bit since we've had an actual written review, and we love we those. Really do. We love them all, and we they appreciate fill our them all. Days with joy. Yeah, they do. Our oh. days and nights—they're <laughs> just full of joy as a result to those reviews um can you can (laughs) we should do that though and also you can find me over at highest light healing on instagram at my website you can um schedule a reading with me or right now i'm having another little bit of a waiting period before I'm taking on more awakening clients. But actually, in, it should be in February that I could take a more and awakening is my one on one three month container where I work with people to help them transform an issue or just feel more self love, um, more access to their intuition, feel um, more expansive in their lives. It's a really beautiful transformative experience, I gotta say. And I, it's really fills my heart with love and joy. And I just love doing it. Um, and the feeling appears to be mutual. I don't have any <laughs> testimonials up now, but maybe I'll do it next time. Yeah, um, I mean, it, on my phone, I've been getting them lately. And it's just every time I'm like, oh, I love this so much. It really does feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It feels really good. I'm making this about me. Which well, isn't the best, but that's how <laughs> the nice things that people have have said after working with you, like the ways that they have described the changes that it's brought on for them, is uh, really amazing. Yeah, it really is. Um, okay, so now we're going to get to know when to take action or not on your intuition. Okay, so this is something that comes up a lot. Um, with my clients and it just came up for me as well. So um, I wanted to talk about it, which is when a lot of what I have noticed a lot of times is that people often will avoid knowing something, i.e. ignoring their intuition about something like a relationship or a job. Many times people will avoid knowing something that they should do, like breaking up with someone or um, taking you know, or quitting or something like quitting a job or um, just even knowing something about a friendship because the, if they, the idea is if they know it, then everything's going to change and they're going to have to take action on it. And I recently had this happen with me where I noticed a situation in my life with somebody where they were um, behaving in a way that I didn't enjoy. But what was happening was I didn't really want to, well, first of all, it was an old habit of mine to be codependent. And when I don't like something, then I would actually blame myself because this is how I was raised. And so it was like, immediately, it's like, I don't like this. And then I felt bad, like, oh God, I've done something wrong or this is on me. But when I really owned, I hope that wasn't too much of a tangent, but when I really felt into it, I realized like, I don't like this dynamic. I don't like what's going on. But I was afraid to really know this because I thought if I know this, then I'm going to have to 
confront them mm-hmm. or I'm going to have to like end the whole thing or I'm going to have to, yeah, make some big change. And the truth is that I had this inner child part that was really scared of conflict and was making it this whole, like, like I said, blaming herself and then feeling bad about herself and making it like, oh no, this is actually my fault. So to the fact, to the point where I couldn't even, for a little bit, wasn't even able to assess the situation because it was too much mm-hmm. like, no, I can't, I can't even look at it because she'll, she'll get upset and it's probably my fault anyway. Right. But once I talked to this part and I brought in my self-compassion, I separated enough from her. I was like, oh, yeah, I and I said to her, like, you can have whatever feelings you want. This is a safe space. We're here in the present. We're not in the past. Like, look around the room. We're here now. (laughs) You know, like, there's you're we're really in 2023. I've been thinking about this a lot, too, in terms of this, which is like, I wish there was some kind of like technology where we could see like a like a holograph version of ourselves and see like which part we're actually in like because time actually doesn't exist like see like where are we actually acting Mm. from in time like where are we in time I think most of the time most people would not actually be in their adult self in the present oh yeah 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 I agree um again this is a bit of a tangent but (laughs) When I would, once that part is integrated and which you can do by giving them their space, giving them their, you know, airtime. Um, and I felt like, oh yeah, it's actually safe to express to myself how I'm feeling. Then I could see like, oh, this isn't mine. And then I could deal with that. That's a separate issue. But also, do I, is it appropriate? Like, how do I feel when I'm in my adult self? Like, do I actually need to even have this conflict? Like, is it important? Because for a while I overcorrected because I was so afraid of conflict. I was like, I have to, anytime I have a feeling, I have to immediately tell a person because otherwise I'm not standing up for myself. Right. I did that for a long time. Like, no, I have to tell someone. And I also didn't even feel safe within myself unless I had aired it out because I was like, no, all conflicts have to be aired out or I'm not, or I'm, or I'm weak. That was a feeling that I had a part that I had like, and then I won't feel stable inside. Um, so now there's enough safety within where I can actually assess like, what good will this do? Is this a necessary thing to do or not? Is there enough good going on in this dynamic that, the other part doesn't matter or right. isn't enough of a deciding factor. And the truth is I had actually already talked to this person and thought that I had gotten somewhere, but then it turned out, no, <laughs> nothing was actually heard. Um, you know, so it was clear that talking again about it was just going to actually take up more of my time and not be useful. Right. And so from there, then I could decide, okay, how much of this, Like, is this what I have valuable enough to continue it or not? And I decided, yeah, it is valuable enough to continue. Um, I'm talking about this in the, I feel like I sound like a robot because this isn't actually a personal (laughs) relationship, (laughs) but um, you know what I mean? Is this valuable enough for me? But it still (laughs) applies, (laughs) you know, like even in a, 
I would say probably in a close friendship, if there's like huge things going on that are like upsetting, it's, it will probably come to a head at some point where it's like, okay, what, you know, it depends how it's affecting you, but at some point you may want to say something, but, um, but it's, there's not always this need and urgency. We often have an urgent part and urgent inner child part. That's like, Oh, we know I, I have to, you have to do something about this. And that part keeps us from knowing what we know. And at least just admitting to ourselves, I don't like this. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have to do something about it. It's just, I don't like this. Um, yeah. I mean, there are so many situations in my life earlier where I kept not knowing what I knew because it was scary to act on it. And I think uh, this would have have been really great information for me to have when I was younger, the idea that I could, like, acknowledge the truth of something, like, really sit with it and... And that the sitting is okay, like they, that it would be that you could decide what to do yeah. instead of feeling the discomfort about this truth that's coming up for you and shoving it away, pretending that it's not true, deciding, trying to fix it instead of you right. know, doing what you're just being, being prompted to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that can be uncomfortable. Just sitting with the discomfort is not comfortable sometimes. But it, if you breathe through it, breathe into your heart and have self-compassion for yourself and just mm-hmm. let yourself be in it, you may find, oh, I don't have to do anything. Or you may find that you do. But even then, if you're having this connection with yourself, it's far less scary Mm -hmm. than if you're just like, oh, God, okay, I just have to, you know, break up with this person or whatever it is. Right. Um, And this process is really helpful in general for assessing other things in your life. Okay, so one last example of this is I was talking to a friend of mine who was talking about how she loves, absolutely loves um, promoting one of her class, like just promoting in general things that she's doing because she loves her offerings and she loves talking about and she loves, you know, just the creative, pro- it's become like a creative process for her. Hmm. But she does it to the point of burnout and then she like needs a month <laughs> off afterwards. And she was talking about how she was really beating herself up about that for a long time. Like, oh, I should probably do this a different way because, because you know, that's not good that I'm burnt out. And then she realized, like, wait a minute. No, I actually, this is maybe just part of who I am. Like, I love burnt, like, when I love something, I do it until I burn out. Obviously, in relationships, that's probably not the best, but like, <laughs> with doing in creative projects. And like, that's my process. And Mm. I can just plan for knowing, okay, I get really into it. And then I need a month break. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you avoid, I'm applying it to what I was talking about, because when you avoid, like, if you're like, um, oh, I can't look at my process. I can't look at my process because this is probably really bad. So, And if I look at this, then I'm going to have to stop it and rework it and the whole thing's going to be bad. Instead, if you're Mm. just like, wait a minute, okay, I'm just going to, how do I feel about this process? How do I feel about how how I'm addressing food or how I'm addressing um, 
my morning practice or whatever, like my routines, my habits. If you allow yourself, it takes some bravery sometimes to look at it with compassion, then you can start to know nothing has to, there's hardly anything in life that is actually urgent. Right. There's some times things will be urgent, but they're so rare. And it's so like you don't have to make any decision immediately yeah. for the most part. Yeah. The, I, and also the, the bringing consciousness to something that you are worried like will mean that you have to change it right away. Like knowing that you feel like it needs to change, but allowing yourself to not change it and still do whatever it is, whether it's being in a relationship, being in a job. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that consciousness is going to affect the way you process the whole experience and it may make totally. that decision eventually so much easier to be like oh yeah like i it's obvious that i like it's yes. okay that i need to get out of this or i need to change this or or whatever yeah and also what happens is i believe the universe actually comes in with either opportunities mm. or will force your hand (laughs) or, you know, be like, oh, look, this other thing, how do you, but if you're, again, if you're centered, if you're more in your inner adult, as opposed to that inner child part, when you get that information, it'll be more like, like you said, like, oh yeah, no, this is definitely not for me. Or you may find more openings where it's like, oh, wait, I didn't notice this part of my job because I was so Mm. focused on what was bad. And so, now that I'm allowing more and accepting it, I can see other things. So, yeah. yeah. But I do think the universe does come in, like, especially asking for help from guides and angels I, is always something that is really helpful, in my opinion. Asking for that extra support from the universe, it's there for you. And mm. and it will show up in ways to help ease ease this. It doesn't have to be difficult. Like All right. That. So now we're just going to do a super quick energy report because honestly, most of January has been very similar. <laughs> um, but it's time for the energy report. Okay. So basically, <laughs> this week, I believe, hashtag not an astrologer, Mars <laughs> leaves retrograde, which is nice, but it also if you it, that's been a little bit of an angry feeling in my life anyway um but um i mean the mars retrograde but it, there's always like a shadow period and we're still in mercury retrograde and i bring that up just because retrogrades are oftentimes of where it's funky it's a little bit slower and i'm still feeling that for this week i do feel that that uh, we release these on Wednesday. So the 18th is actually the day that the um, Mercury goes direct again. But I'm really feeling like it's interesting. Well, to me, when I was looking at the calendar, I thought today was the 18th for a second or tomorrow was going to be. And I was like, oh, it feels smoother than I thought it was going to be. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's going to be the 12th (laughs) (laughs) Um, or the 11th. What day is today? Today's the 10th. We're recording. We're, we're recording. No, but Tuesday. Oh, so the 12th. Yeah. I guess oh, we yeah. released this on the 19th. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm still feeling. It'll release on I the mean, 11th. And then. I meant the 11th week, so and then. Oh, it is the 18th next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So 
it is still feeling pretty slow, pretty like, but it feels like a little more supportive to me than it has been mm. a little bit easier. And I do still think this is a really good time to be reviewing, you know, clearing clutter. I've been like cleaning like a maniac the last two weeks. It's been a little bit, I mean, it's actually kind of slowed down the last two days, but I've just been like, in unintentionally like oh, i need to clear out this whole pantry or i need to <laughs> clean our mop our floors 12 times it's been appreciated um, <laughs> um so but and i think that really has helped my energy a lot because i have felt mm. a lot of flow happening despite the, all of the kind of funkiness of this month or the slowness it doesn't have to even be funky just the slowness so mm. um I would just recommend, again, actually, it's kind of aligned with what I was talking about um, earlier of just allowing to be where you are with it. So if it's feeling slow, that's okay. I Again, I know there's pressure with intentions, but to set intentions this time of year, but like where you are, allow it to be. I did also want to mention that friend of the show, Friend of the show, friend of mine. <laughs> I was going to say, friend of mine. Britton LaRue is hosting a free workshop <laughs> on, I believe, well, the information's on Instagram, Britton LaRue. Um, you just made Which, a face. What was that? Oh, that was actually me covering a burp. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, about, she has a book called Seeding the Year about intentions and Britain's process is going to be very supportive. So I recommend that. But yeah, just going very at your pace, whatever that is. If it feels like, oh, I want to do a bunch of things, great. If it doesn't, we're still in that place of I recommend clearing stuff out. I that feels really good to me this this yeah. week. And it is the week after a full moon when things are starting to move towards that more new moony energy of like okay clearing and then and and um yeah just being where you are and when you feel the energy go for it don't guilt yourself if you don't all right so that's where we are and thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time bye everybody bye